Hi and welcome to Lead Well, the podcast for you if you want to get better at leading yourself and leading others. This is Christine Schickinger, your host looking into how you can achieve peak performance while keeping a peaceful mind. Remember when we talked about the autonomic nervous system last time? Well, I actually haven't even told you why it's called the autonomic nervous system. And you might already have guessed why that is the case, because it's autonomic. So we cannot influence it consciously, willfully. Whenever your senses are triggered, this kicks in automatically and you cannot regulate it yourself. However, you can train your brain, as I mentioned, so that you can make it easier for your brain to switch from the sympathetic nervous system back to the parasympathetic nervous system, because that's the most important part. And that's the part that doesn't happen that easily, especially in our times. So let's talk about the parasympathetic nervous system a bit more today. As I said last week, this autonomic nervous system consists of two different parts. And the one is the sympathetic nervous system. That's the one responsible for the fight or flight response. And then there is the parasympathetic nervous system. And that's the one responsible for, yeah, it's called rest and digest. But I really don't like that because it makes you think that this is a state where you're lazy, that you're not doing anything. And on the contrary, this is the state where you can be most productive because you are relaxed enough to actually think, think holistically, have a big picture and make great decisions. So when this parasympathetic nervous system is active, the bloodstream to your intestines, to your stomach are widened. So the vessels are widened so that your body can do its work, metabolize any food, but also heal itself. So whenever you hurt yourself, you need your body to do its work and heal. And it can only do that when it's in a state with an active parasympathetic nervous system. So this is how important it is. Now, how can you activate this system? I guess everyone understands how the sympathetic nervous system gets activated because as I mentioned last time, sometimes it's just an email coming in. It's your manager walking into the door. It's a car cutting in front of you. So that is really easy. That's triggered really easily. But how about the parasympathetic nervous system? What can you do to actively switch on this mode that is making you feel relaxed and at the same time enabling your body to heal and to work? Of course, there are a lot of techniques out there. There are things like mindfulness practices. And there is John Kabat-Zinn who made this really popular and also made it popular in the medical society. So this, this was the first person who made mindfulness practice regarded also among scientists. Then, of course, there are not so well-known techniques like the trust technique that is also using something that when I heard about it, I call it meditation 2.0 because it's a really quick way 
to get yourself in what we call there a peaceful state. So get into a present moment, as we call it, which is at the end of the day, nothing else than switching on your parasympathetic nervous system. Or with Neurographica, we're doing it in a visual way. We're using pen and paper. So it's a combination between visual, because we're seeing the drawing on the page, but also your kinesthetic senses, because you're moving your pen across the paper there. You could use music, any type of music, relaxing music, of course, where the beats are not faster than your heartbeat in a relaxed state, which should not be faster than 60 beats per minute. On the other hand, you could, of course, also use slow movement, like walking meditations or qigong. You could do some exercises or use things like a progressive muscle relaxation where you play with this constant change between tensing your muscles and then relaxing and feeling the difference there. The one thing that does not work, by the way, is go for a run. I know that a lot of people do that to relax, and I put that in quotation marks, because to run, your body needs to activate the sympathetic nervous system because your muscles need a lot of blood. So it's the same state that you're in when you're in a stress response. Yes, it's still good for you, of course. I would not say that running is not good for you, but it's not helping your body relax. It's not helping your body activate the digestion system. It's not helping your body to heal itself. And sometimes when my clients tell me that they are going for a run in the evening and then they fall into bed and can really sleep well, my next question is, okay, are you sleeping from exhaustion or relaxation? And that's, by the way, another important thing that the sympathetic nervous system, of course, not only activates your muscles and your heart and your lungs, it also emits some neurotransmitters, so some chemicals in your brain, adrenaline or epinephrine, and of course, also cortisol and if you're in a constant stress situation, your cortisol level is really high on a regular basis. And if it's high in the evening, it stays high during sleep. While restful sleep, healthy sleep, is with a low level of cortisol. And so if you go run in the evening, it might be the case that your cortisol level then is still very high when you go to bed. A side note here, by the way, when I had my burnout, I went to a doctor who was um, specializing on stress medication, and uh, my cortisol level was extremely low. And I was explained that if you're in a constant stress state, if you feel constantly stressed, then your body, it's almost like it's given in. It no longer produces cortisol. And cortisol, yes, we talk about it as being detrimental for our bodies. But on the other hand, we actually need it. That's why it's there. Our bodies don't have any function that are not crucial for us. Having a very low cortisol level in some cases can mean that 
the stress level that you had before that was just too high. So that was just a side note there. Think about it when you want to go run. Maybe you want to go run in the morning rather than in the evening. And you want to do some mindfulness exercise or some relaxation exercise in the evening so that your cortisol level can go down so that your sleep can be more restful. Now, we talked last time about the fact that it's really important to make sure that your body activates the parasympathetic nervous system as often and as long as possible. And yes, it's great if you have a yoga practice, for example, or a meditation practice, and you do meditation, let's say, 15 minutes per day. That's fantastic. What would be even more helpful, though, is to have very short exercises, very short mindfulness breaks throughout the day. And those don't have to be that long. It's enough if you're doing a two minutes break in positive intelligence, we call it a PQ rep to strengthen your mental muscle. You can do that by focusing on a visual, as we said in the first episodes, you can focus on the sound. And of course, I will give you many more of these small exercises that you can weave into your day. And to be honest, I take it that some of you might not have the 15 minutes for a full meditation or the half an hour for a full yoga class. But I don't believe you if you tell me that you do not have a minute or two per hour to focus on your body. Now, me, for example, what I do is I do these exercises, I do these, these small PQ reps whenever I'm sitting in my car, I'm commuting, and so I spend a lot of time in my car, and a lot of the crossings that I go through are my light is red. And so I'm not angry about it, but I really use the time. So every time I'm waiting in front of a red light, I'm doing a short mindfulness or PQ rep. If I'm waiting in a line, again, I'm not getting angry. I'm using my time and I'm doing a PQ rep. And as a result, my mind now is really quick at moving between a stressful state and a relaxed state. So it's almost like I can switch off my sympathetic nervous system and switch on my parasympathetic nervous system at the same time. Now, if you want to get into that habit, a great way of doing that is to link those new PQ reps or the new mindfulness practice to something that you are doing already. Like if you have a glass of water on your desk, how about every time you pick up the glass, you just look at that glass of water for 30 seconds and then you take a sip, put it back, and maybe focus another 30 seconds on it. Or if you get up to get a cup of coffee, why not while you're waiting for the coffee to go through, use that time and focus on the coffee machine. And as we did with the pen, focus on the shape, focus on the lights, focus on the texture and so on. Find something that you are doing already on a regular basis throughout the day and then link these new exercises to it. This makes it so much easier to add those new habits in your day. The effect is, the more you're doing these little exercises, the less stressed you will be overall. Because you're 
body, your mind loves the restful state. And so it will learn to switch between a stressed state and a restful state much quicker. Going forward, what you can also do is you can use this on purpose to deal with stressful situations. So the first step would be that once you went through a stressful situation, let's say you had a stressful conversation with a client, right after that, take two minutes of a break time and do a PQ rep. And you will feel that your nervous system is immediately switching to the parasympathetic state and you can relax much more quickly. Then if you anticipate a stressful situation, you can do a PQ rep before that, getting ready for it so that your entry level is much lower than it would be without that. If you're doing that on a regular basis, switching on your parasympathetic nervous system after the effect and then before it and after, you will get closer and closer to the actual stressful situation. And in no time, well, it is a bit of a practice, but it's literally only practice. You will be able to consciously stay calm or become calm again when you feel in danger, when your body or system feels in danger because you're stressed out. One little exercise I want to leave you with today is your breath, because that's always with you. You probably have noticed all these little exercises, all these PQ reps, are things that you can do wherever because it's linked to your senses, it's linked to your body and your body experience. So today, if you want to join me, just stay still. You can keep your eyes open or you can close them. You can stand, you can sit, you can lie down, whatever you prefer. And then start focusing on your breath and notice the temperature of the air when it flows through your nose into your lungs and the temperature of air that leaves your body when you're breathing out. So breathe in and breathe out and notice the difference of the temperature of the air. And then you can also focus on the sound you're hearing when breathing in and breathing out. I hope you can feel how quickly you can get in a more relaxed state by just focusing on your breath for a few moments. So thank you for today and may you always lead well yourself and others. This was Lead Well. Now, what is the one thing that you're taking away from this episode? Please share in the comments below and do share the podcast with your friends and family. 
para onde if you like it. <laughs>